0: Good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. We are back once again with another podcast and we are definitely coming with some uh, some good word and some good music for you on this Sunday. Uh, we thank you guys as always for taking time out to listen to the podcast. Uh, we hope and pray that you all are doing well that everyone is in good spirits and in good health. Um, we are definitely thankful and grateful that God has allowed us to see another Sunday that he has brought us through another week and, uh, has brought us into another week. Um, we don't know what, uh, we're going to be facing on this upcoming week. So it's always a good thing to prepare your hearts and your minds, uh, in uh, any way that you can, but definitely listening to the podcast is a way to uh, rejuvenate, to re-energize and uh, to give you something to smile, pat your feet, clap your hands about. Uh, We know that we are still in a um, area where coming together is not um, currently uh, available On a regular basis. Um. But we definitely thank God for allowing us. To have venues and ways. To come together. In one way or another. To fellowship and to uh. Have a little church if you will. Uh. For those who missed the service on last Sunday. As we all came together on the fourth Sunday. As we do every month. I will say this. You definitely missed another hot one. Um. I keep trying to tell you guys, you don't know what you're missing if you're not in the place. Um, And we definitely want to uh, make sure that you guys know that you are more than welcome to come and fellowship with us every fourth Sunday uh, until the Lord releases us to have more than one service per month. Um, But we are currently having service every fourth Sunday at House of Deliverance Ministries located at 3039 Daryl Fair Road here in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and, uh, we definitely would love to see your face in the place, so, every week, I'll make sure to push that out there to you guys, to let you know that we would love to see you there, um, I can definitely say with, uh, uh, an assurance that you won't leave the same way that you came, and you'll definitely receive something from the Lord if you make your way out, uh, he is faithful, uh, to uh, see about us, to encourage us, to give us exactly what we need. And uh, we know that the Lord definitely gave exactly what we needed on last week. So uh, not trying to rub it in your face if you weren't able to make it. But I will say this on the next fourth Sunday of this month. I would advise that you be in the place. Uh, but with all of that being said, we are prepared to jump into this podcast and uh, we are definitely uh, expecting that you guys will definitely, definitely enjoy what we have for you on this Sunday. So as we always do, sit back, relax, throw those feet up for as long as you can. I know my uh, kitchen sliders have those church socks on. Let's get this service jumping. There's a story
1: behind my praise. That's why my hands I continue to raise.
2: Oh, when you see me running. Oh,
0: been God. In all of this glory,
2: you, when you see me crying, glory to God,
0: please
2: don't think it's strange. I just remember when. I'll take you to Sunday morning praise and worship,
1: old school style. Can I get some help in the house? All right,
0: anybody remember these kind of songs? See, I got a few on this side that already picked it up. Play it again.
2: good he's been a way maker he's been a deliverer he's been a comforter he's been a provider he's been a protector and yeah is there anybody here that's got a reason to praise Him, i'm declaring here let the redeemed of the lord say so bless his name lift his name take 10 seconds and think about what God has done in your life. I'm not talking about your grandmama's testimony. I'm talking about what God has done for you. Just take 10 more seconds because for some of y'all, he's been better than that. It was not because of any goodness of your own. But he sent two watchmen called grace and mercy. And if it hadn't been for the grace of God, you should have been. If it hadn't been for the mercy of God, you would have been. Sit down before y'all start something in here. Hallelujah.
1: Acts chapter 1, verse 15 through 20. Yes, uh, praise him, Jesse. He in here, huh? Since prayer, the Lord has been in this house. Thank you, Jesus. All morning, he been with us, huh? Has he been with us? And we bless him. Thank you, Jesus thank you lord god thank you jesus thank you Acts chapter one. I'm doing. Ah,
2: yeah, no, no, no,
1: no, no. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the numbers of the names together were about 120. Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of his ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity and falling headlong. He burst asunder in the midst and all of his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem insomuch as the field is called in their proper tongue, Al-Sedalma. that is to say the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate and let no man dwell therein. And his bishopric let another take. I want to talk from this subject on this morning, kingdom sellouts. Kingdom sellouts. My brothers and sisters, I'll never forget when... I was a kid. One of the things we loved to do at our our church was go on field trips in the summer. And I particularly loved going on the water field trips. I grew up loving the water. And When we were kids, I never forget uh, uh, us getting excited because we knew in about two weeks we were going to Deep River Water Park we were excited because we got to do the water rides and and get in the pool. Y'all remember the wave pool? And we were excited about what was to come. And I'll never forget my cousin in particular. She was extremely excited. She was so excited that uh, she went and got her a new bathing suit. She went and got her toes done. She went and got her nails done. And you know, back in that day, when they would go get their hair done, it wasn't like y'all do now with the wraps and the curls. They went and got things like French rolls and stuff. You know, Hallelujah to God. That hard French roll, and, <clears throat> Amen. It was an updo. Come on here, and they were excited. Amen. If you got an updo, baby, that was that thing was fried, dyed, and laid to the side. And we finally got to the to the Deep River Water Park, and when we got there, my cousin. Never got in the water, but she walked around with her bathing suit, her toes done, and her nails done, and her French roll, and walked around the pool, walked around Deep River Water Park. After a few of my male cousins recognized that she ain't getting in the water, she's not going to ride any rides. She doesn't plan to do anything but walk around the park. They took a bucket full of water. And they threw it on my cousin. My cousin was livid. She was mad. She ran to my granny and she told my grandmother uh, what they had done to her. And my granny asked the question. uh, She asked her, what do you have on? She said, well, granny, I have on a bathing suit. She asked her, where have you come? She said, I've come to Deep River Water Park. She said, what do you see around you? She said, I see water. But before my granny could get the next question out, uh, she said to my granny, I know where I am. I know what I have on. And I know that I'm surrounded about around water. But I had no plans of swimming when I got here. She said, I just came here. Uh, To wear my outfit, to have my hair done, and to have my toes and my... She only came to walk around. She never had plans to get in the water. My brothers and sisters, for many of us, this is our mindset. We know where we are. We know we are at church. We know what we have come for, but many of us have no plans of letting God get a hold of us. brothers and sisters we are here for the scenery we are here to be onlookers we have treated this thing called church like a social gathering we get our hair done we get our nails done we get our toes done and we go shopping only to come to church to look good but not to allow god to get a hold of us Brothers and sisters, when we look at our text today, we will see Judas as an example of this. A young man with no plans of totally submitting to Jesus Christ. He's around the Christ, but has no plans of Christ bringing any change in his life. He seems to be an onlooker and one who's interested only on looking but never seeing let me say that again he's only interested on looking but never gaining the true revelation that Jesus Christ wants to bring to him my brothers and sisters he's in this thing with Jesus for himself he's not in this thing with Jesus so that Jesus Christ might change him he is what I call a perpetrator with foul intentions Uh, glory to God can I say it again he is a perpetrator with vile intentions. He has no intentions of being any better than what he is. And the danger is we have a whole lot of churchgoers and a whole lot of church members who have the same mindset as brother Judas. You are in the church, but you have no plans of God getting a hold of your heart and bringing about a change in your life. You woke up this morning, you put your clothes on, you brushed your teeth, you got your good holy garments, and you came to church to have a good time. Many of you came for a good bump. Many of you came for a great experience, but you have not come so that the Lord can bring about a change that needs to be brought in your life. And the danger is we know how to have church good. We just don't know how to be a good church when we leave the church building. My brothers and sisters, Judas was a disciple. He was one hand picked by Jesus Christ. He was the treasurer, so he handled the money. He was with Jesus for almost every single miracle that Jesus had done. The fact that Jesus was a part of the twelve lets us see how close Judas was to Jesus he's so close that in John chapter 6 when all of the people were leaving him after Jesus challenged the people he says I fed you amen fish and barley loaves he says but now I want to challenge you to drink of my blood and to eat of my flesh when the 5 to 20,000 people heard Jesus say this the Bible says that almost every single one of them left so many of them left that the Bible says Jesus looked at the 12 and said will you leave me too and Peter looked at Jesus and said where can we go for you hold the words of eternal life Judas was a part of the twelve that stayed while everybody left Judas the betrayal Judas the one who had no intentions of changing Judas the one who handled the money Judas who had a whole separate agenda Judas who was different than the eleven he still stayed while everyone left please let me put this in your soup what I mean in your kitchen and tell you just because they stay don't mean that their heart is right. That's another sermon for another time. He stayed but his intentions were wrong. My brothers and sisters Judas is what I would call close but not connected. Can I say it again? Judas is what I would call close but not connected. He's in the crowd but he's not a part of the crew he's He's in the crowd. He's not in the pack. He's he's close, but he's not connected. Uh, My brothers and sisters, amen. If you really look at Judas, this thing really got me. And I, I had no plans of preaching Judas in this kingdom series. But while I was studying for Resurrection Sunday, I couldn't help but to see this thing pop out to me, that it was this Judas who was supposed to be a part of the kingdom, but yet had another agenda and we talk about Judas but you'll be surprised how many Judases show up to church every single Sunday morning amen they are in the kingdom but they're not a part of the kingdom they are not a part of the agenda they have their own agenda you would be surprised how many of us are sitting in this room right now or even watching online and call ourselves a part of New Zion Temple but we have our own agenda we've got our own plan we've got our own way we want to do our own thing that's a Judas in the making it is somebody who is against God my brothers and sisters I often talk and I don't know if I've ever shared this with this location but I often talk about amen the three to four type of members that come to church number one you have a sheep number two you have a goat then you have a wolf and my brothers and sisters then you have a snake Hallelujah to God. You got to be careful. And this is just a few of them. You got a sheep, you got a goat, you got a wolf, and you got a snake. Uh, See a sheep, amen. They 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 listen, they they adhere. Amen. Whatever the shepherd does, they follow. They're a part of it. They're with the shepherd. If the shepherd goes to the right, they're going to the right. If the shepherd goes to the left, they're going to the left. They have a heart to follow after leadership but then you have a goat uh, my brothers and sisters a goat can almost look like a sheep hallelujah they almost look just like a sheep look but the, the but the way you could tell a goat from a sheep is because the goat always headbutts leadership the goat is always against it it's always kicking against the prick it always has its own plan and its own way it always has its own agenda and then my brothers and sisters you have a man. the The wolf wolf is the most dangerous because the truth be told, the wolf isn't against the shepherd but the wolf is really against the sheep. Uh, He's a danger. He comes to eat sheep off one by one. Amen. The wolf many times will act like it's the shepherd's friend. Many times it will act like it's on the shepherd's side only so that it can consume the sheep one by one. It sees the sheep as a meal. Oh how dangerous. How dangerous the wolf is. He comes to destroy within. The shepherd. look up and says, where are all the sheep? Uh, The wolf has led them astray. Good God here. And then you have the snake. You got to be careful of that snake. The snake is only concerned about the head. The snake is after the blood. He is venomous. He comes to bite in and to cause the whole culture to get sick and full of poison. The snake says, if I can take out the leader, I can destroy the whole church. If I can take out the leader, I can destroy the whole bunch. And what you got to ask yourself the question is which one am I? Am I the sheep? Am I the wolf? Am I the goat? Or am I the snake? Because you are one of them. And you got to make up in your mind which one yeah. am I? My brothers and sisters, Judas can almost be all of them together. Judas, seems to be like a goat and a snake all at the same time my brothers and sisters if you read your bible Amen. according to Matthew chapter 26 if you would let me paint the picture really well to show you what caused Judas to betray the Christ the bible says that one day Jesus was at one of his disciples house while he was there there was a woman who showed up with an alabaster box when she showed up the bible says that she honored. Jesus for who he was in such a way that she began hallelujah to to, to wash his feet with her tears and dry them with her hair and the Bible says that then she broke the alabaster box and she began to anoint him hallelujah with the fragrance that was in this box the Bible says that Judas got upset he said to himself hallelujah they could have used the money that was spent on this oil for anything else but she wants to use the money to waste it on Jesus the Bible says that Jesus looked at Judas and said the poor you will have with you always and because Jesus rebuked Judas Judas got upset and if you keep on reading your Bible you would keep on reading on in Matthew chapter 26 you'll get down to verse 14 and the bible would teach us that because of his anger the chief priest did not come to Judas and ask for Jesus Mm -mm. hallelujah that thing popped up out to me brother Jesse I always saw the story as the chief priest coming to Judas and saying what can I give you for the life of Jesus uh uh that ain't in your bible this is is one of the occurrences that is in all four gospels if you read it in all four gospels the all four gospels will teach you Judas got angry and in his anger he went to the chief priest and said tell me what I could do for you Hallelujah, so you could get Jesus or better yet tell me what you could do for me and I'll give you Jesus and the Bible says that they conspired together how in the world is the man that has walk with me that has seen me walk on water that has seen me feed 5,000 how in the world is the man that walked with me that has seen me do miracle after miracle get so angry that you go and betray me they didn't come ask you for my life you went and gave my life voluntarily oh what a Judas oh how vile and evil this man is to just betray Jesus on his own We talked, my brothers and sisters, about treason. We talked about the treason done by Adam. We talked about how treason is when you betray your leader unto death. But I have not seen treason on the level that I've seen it through Judas. Uh, My brothers and sisters, hallelujah, when you look at the treason through Adam, you see that Adam's treason, hallelujah, was to satisfy his inquiring mind. But Judas' treason was to satisfy his anger and his pocket. He got so angry with Jesus. He said, i tell you what I'll do. I'll tell all your business. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll turn you over till they kill you. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell everybody how bad you are. Watch me, my brothers and sisters. You better watch those who get close to you only to expose you. Y'all ain't talking to me here. Oh, you better hear me. That's why look at your and Help me preach this. Look at your neighbor. bought. to eyeball and say, neighbor, you got to master making people feel like they're closer than they really are. You'll catch that as you grow. you got to master letting people think they're closer than they really are. You ain't that close. I make you think you're close. Y'all ain't talking to me here, but you got to be careful because some people are not getting close to you because they love you. Some people are getting close to you because they want to destroy you they want to hurt you they want to tell people how much they know about you how in the world do you get that close to me when you can kiss me as a sign of betrayal the one i kiss is the one who he is they didn't even know what jesus looked like but he was so close oh my brothers and sisters This man, this man, this man is in the kingdom and purposely betraying the king for 30 pieces of silver. What a sellout. (laughs) My brothers and sisters, a sellout is a common term, hallelujah, used for the compromising of a person's integrity, morality, authenticity, or principles in exchange for personal gain. Uh, Let me help you. Anybody that's a sellout, anybody that will betray you is a person who has no morale. It is a person who has no authenticity. It is a person who has no principle. It is a person who is self-centered. It is a person who doesn't love their self. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me here. If you ain't got such a life where you try to betray mine so that yours can find value, then you know that you must be a person of low degree. Oh, man, Shanda. Oh, come on. See, people don't have a life. That's why they try to destroy yours. Uh, Y'all don't want to have church with me. Uh, People don't have a life. That's why they try to find value in yours. Uh, Something is wrong. With you, where the only way you can find relevance is through the mess you share about somebody else. Somebody holler, sell out! A sell out! I sell out! Oh, look at your neighbor. Say, I see you! I see you! Oh, come on, come on! Oh, come on, come on! You scared? Come on, look at him and say, I see you! I see you! I see you! I see you! I see. Oh, come on, come on! You scared to tell him? Some of y'all look at nobody. You put your mask on and look at him and tell him, I see you! 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 Tell him, don't waste space with me. Come on, come on! Tell him, don't waste space. Don't waste my time. Don't be close and not connected. Here this man was in the kingdom. And while in the kingdom, he was a kingdom sellout. My brothers and sisters, I've discovered, listen to me now. I've discovered that it's easy, watch me now, to be a sellout when you've never been sold out. Can I say it again? It's easy to be a sellout when you've never been. Oh, I got a church. Uh, My brothers and sisters, have you ever gone to the vending machine and put your money in and hit the button for a Sprite only to have to read the red computerized letters come across the screen sold out. Uh, my brothers and sisters, what does that mean? That means that there is nothing left. Uh, you can hit this button uh, over and over again but there is nothing here. It's gone. Uh, my brothers and sisters, I'm afraid that the reason we keep entertaining ungodly things is because it's something still there. The enemy knows how to hit your button uh, and still still get a response Uh, my brothers and sisters this is where Judas was Uh, Judas love for money uh, overshadowed his love for Christ Uh, he never left uh, his mising and miser ways Uh, yes Judas was a follower uh, uh, but was he truly a disciple Satan knew that he still had a little sell out in him Uh, he knew that he wasn't quite sold out yet uh, and he knew how hit the button until he got a response. I know that he wasn't sold out because according to our text in Acts chapter 1 verse 17 it will suggest for he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry Uh, uh, what the text is suggesting is that yes Lord I feel preach on me now yes yes Judas was around Jesus but he hadn't gotten the fullness of who Jesus was the Bible says he had only obtained part of the ministry. And brother Chico, my fear is that a lot of us have only gotten a piece of the pie when God is saying, I need you to get everything. Lord, help me preach and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can't have. way do this thing. No, 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 no. You can't have. way do this thing. No, 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 no. no. The old church said, Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred. Oh, come on, church. They said, 99 uh, and a half just won't do. Uh, if 99 won't do, uh, then 50% sure enough won't do. Uh, look at somebody tell them, you got to get it on. You you got to get it on. Uh, you can't halfway do this thing. Uh, you can't keep straddling the fence. Uh, and we got a whole lot of church folk uh, living double lives um, uh, straddling the fence. Uh, you ain't all the way in. Uh, you playing with this thing. And if you playing with it, you got a little Judas. Y'all don't like this kind of preaching I just want to preach the Bible It says he only obtained part Mm. Uh, oh come on oh come on look at somebody real good kind of squint at them like you're deep uh, hallelujah squint at them and say hey 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 if you still straddling, tell them you got a little Judas in you uh, you got a little Judas in you still drink a little bit mm-hmm. uh, you got a little Judas oh come on look now you don't want to talk to your neighbor because you know y'all drink together oh come on here hallelujah look at them tell them you still got a little Judas in you oh come on you still rolling blunts and you're puffing and you're passing come on Come on, come on, church. Come on, look at him and say, Yeah, you, yeah, you. You got a little Judas. Because, see, we, we do good at looking at everybody else, but I'm trying to get you to see yourself. Hallelujah to God. How you in three or four beds a week? I see you. You got a little juju. Come on, hallelujah to God. How you got a little bit in you. you got. A I know we got some cousins in here because I've seen some of your posts. Y'all ain't talking to me here. You got a little cousin. On your tongue, you still got little no juju on you. <laughs> Satan knew that Judas had a vile heart. Watch me now, and he pushed his button, which calls him. To ultimately betray his Lord. Please hear me again. Satan knew that Judas had a vile heart yet in him. And he pushed his button. Which caused him to ultimately betray his Lord. How many buttons of betrayal do we have? Yeah, the Sprite is sold out, but how about the Coke? Yeah, 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 the Coke is sold out, but how about the Pepsi? Thank you. Maybe you like RC. Maybe you like Mountain Dew. Let's see. One ha There's portions of us where Satan knows what to push, to make you have betrayal behavior and make you go against the things of God. Can I ask you, can I ask you, what are you holding on to while following Christ? Come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't want to talk about Judas now. I want to talk to you. What are you holding on to? What are you holding on to? What habit do you have? Oh, come on. You can talk about old Juju, but can we talk about you, you? Come on. Hallelujah. What do you have? What, what do you have? What, what, come on church. Talk back to me just a little while here. What, what is your struggle? Huh? What will cause you to betray Jesus? Some of y'all could get a call tonight, hallelujah, that will make you do some betrayal. Oh, come on. I wish I had an honest church. Huh? Uh, somebody just ought to say, Ouch, if you can't say amen. Huh? Hallelujah. Somebody can make you so angry tonight, you will lay down your religion. Huh? Hallelujah. Oh, come on, come on here. What brings and can he push uh, that will make you say uh, hallelujah I'll go crazy and I'll let somebody have it hallelujah there's some juju in you uh, what God says is uh, I come to challenge your Judas how uh, come to challenge the area in you that will make you betray Christ how uh, come to challenge the area in you that's not quite sold out watch me, me. how I feel your Holy Ghost Leads me to my second point. Kingdom sellouts often self-destruct. I love gangster movies and in most cases a sellout was dead not many moons after their actions were discovered. But in Judah's case, it was his conscience that was seared. He had no peace. That thing began to mess with him until Judas wanted to commit suicide Matthew chapter 27 if you allow me to read it verses 1 through 10 it says when the morning was come and all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death and when he had bound him they led him away and delivered him unto Pontius Pilate the governor then Judas which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elders saying I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood and they said what is it to us hallelujah he, they says, you have done this and he cast down the 30 pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hung himself can you imagine the stress that Judas was under after he had given the kiss of betrayal can you imagine how he felt uh, walking around uh, with nowhere to turn uh, because Jesus had already exposed him uh, and said the one who dips uh, his hand with me in the cup uh, is the one uh, that will betray me Uh, and then Judas said master is it I Uh, the whole table knew uh, that Judas uh, was the guilty one Uh, can you imagine Uh, the Bible says it was his iniquity Uh, it was is iniquity. Uh, Lord, I wish I had a church. Uh, Iniquity is a little deeper than sin. Uh, That's when that thing uh, has gotten a hold of your heart. Uh, It's got a grip on you. Uh, It's got a grip on your soul. Uh, It's got a grip on your mind. Uh, You are stressed within. Uh, When you're really in some iniquity, Uh, you can't sleep. Uh, You can't get no peace. Uh, Your whole soul is jacked up. Uh, And I'm scared of y'all that can be in sin Uh, and not have the conviction that says I got to get out of this. I can't stay in this. I'm in some ungodliness. I anymore. Oh I come to preach to you today. I need you to look at your name and say neighbor if you are no longer convicted tell them you're already in trouble you have already gotten to the core of trouble for you. I want to be so convicted where I can't sleep where I'm weeping and crying. Send, Lord forgive me. Lord y'all real cute in here but can I talk to a real church? Have you ever gotten some since you've been saved? Oh, come away, y'all. You ain't gonna say amen. I know you're here. Huh? Have you ever gotten some huh? since you've been saved? Come on, Jesse. Talk to me. Hallelujah. And when you get done, huh, you drive home feeling nasty huh, and dirty huh, and worthless huh, and weeping and crying. Huh, say, Lord, I'm sorry. Huh? Lord, forgive me. Huh? Lord, wash me. Huh? Oh, y'all cute in here today. Huh? Y'all must be comfortable in getting some. I understand. Huh? Let me talk to those of you huh, who said, Lord. I shouldn't have done it and I feel convicted have you ever gotten so drunk you woke up the next morning with a hangover and you were at the toilet saying Lord I'll never do it again Lord I'm sorry oh y'all ain't talking to me here how about y'all emotional getting high folk have you ever gotten high and while you were high you were in the corner weeping said I shouldn't have done this I don't know oh come on I'm talking about when you got the real ghost Can you imagine the place of uncomfortability? Can you imagine the wrestle that Judas was in until he got there and threw the coins down and said, I don't want this. I don't want to be like this. I should have never done this. What have I done? Lord, I'm sorry. Can I go deeper? Y'all may not like me when I go here, but can I go there? Romans chapter 1, verse 21 through 29 says that when you get to this place, the Lord will turn you over. He says, you know what I'll do? I'll start making you think that your sin is okay. I'll turn you over. Oh, come on. Uh, He said, that's what you wanted anyway. Uh, You got tired of being convicted. Uh, You got tired of people telling you you was wrong. Uh, So you know what I'll do? I'll turn you over and make you think uh, that your sin is right. Can I read it? It's in your Bible. Uh, Romans chapter 1, 21 through 29. I always just preach the Bible here. He says, because that when they knew God they glorified him not as God neither were they thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened professing to themselves to be wise and had become fools and changing the glory of the uncorruptible God unto an image made like a corruptible man unto birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things he says wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness uh, through the lust of their own hearts uh, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves uh, who changed the truth of God into a lie who did what come on talk to me church they turned the truth of God into a lie uh, and worshipped and served uh, the creature more than the creator uh, who is blessed forever amen Uh, he says for this cause God uh, gave them up to vile affections Uh, somebody asked me what is a vowel inf- what is a vowel affection i'm talking about an affection an affinity a love what is a vowel affection ask me church I'm glad you asked for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of a woman which mean the men will stop loving women like a man supposed to love women and the Bible says they'll burn in their lust where well, a man will lust after a man and desire another man in a lustful way he says that's what I'll do To you, he says, if you want to be in this world, I'll turn you over. I'll make you think because you want to be in sin that homosexuality is okay. This is what your Bible is saying here in Romans chapter 1. Go get you a concordance, go get you a Matthew Henry, go get you a JBL. You can read it for yourself. He says, I'll make you think that fornication is okay. I'll make you think that adultery is okay. I'll make you think that wickedness is okay. He says, if you want to be in sin and betray me and not come out from it, I'll let you believe. I'll turn you over. He says, I'll turn you over. Because guess what? When I turn you over, when you start thinking it's okay, it says, I've taken my hands. Because your sin. It won't destroy God. It destroys you. Self. Oh, come on. I know this is deep. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, when you sin, you ain't hurting God. You can't hurt God. What you going to do to God? He already in heavenly places. What you going to do to him? You don't hurt him. And Judas took himself to the field, wrapped a rope around the pole, and hung himself. When you get to this level of sin, while in God, you will hang yourself oh I just come to preach the Bible ask your neighbor say neighbor do you got a rope in your hand oh come on oh come on oh come on church come on come on come on come on come on Just talking about homosexuality. I'm talking about fornication. I'm talking about adultery. I'm talking about drinking. I'm talking about your nasty tongue. I'm talking about your come on. It's all sin. All sin is sin. Ain't no sin greater than the next. It's sin on sin upon sin. I'm talking about your jealousy. I'm talking about your backbiting. I'm talking about your hatred. I'm talking about your gossiping tongue. I'm talking about your tail bearing. All sin is sin when you screenshotted that mess and sent it to somebody else to be messy it was was all action neighbor say give me the rope (laughs) come on give me the rope come on Come on. Come on. Look at somebody. Say give me the rope. Come on. Come on. Tell them. Give me the rope. Oh I feel you now Holy Ghost. Come on. Tell somebody. Give me the rope. On, somebody, give me. Come on. Come on. Tell them Cause you getting ready to hang yourself. Come on. Come on. Tell them, Give me the rope. Come on. He says. You gonna hang yourself. Come on. Come on. You ain't helping me preach it here. Look at somebody. And say. Give me the rope. Give me the rope. Come on. Tell them come on tell them give me the rope. I know you got your mask on but tell them I'm trying to save you I'm trying to keep you come on tell them give me the robe cause you don't know that you're two steps away from hanging yourself until hallelujah your bowels burst open and gush that's what your bible says give me the robe come on give me the robe cause can I tell you kingdom sellouts can still be bought back y'all ain't talking to me here I need you to look at your neighbor in the face uh, and say neighbor uh, you may be a kingdom sellout uh, but tell them i got good news for you uh, tell them god can still buy you back uh, oh basha uh, hallelujah you can never get so lost uh, where he can't pull you back uh, you can never go so astray uh, i only got four minutes here uh, y'all got to help me preach it fast uh, you can never go so astray uh, where the lord can't yank you back in hiya uh, man shanda He still a redeemer. Uh, do I have a church in here? Uh, that's why we shout over Calvary. Uh, we shout over Calvary because we know how jacked up we were. Uh, hallelujah. Look at your neighbor. Uh, do me a favor and look at them real good uh, and tell him, neighbor, uh, say don't look at my mess uh, and not see your own. Uh, oh, come on here. Uh, tell him, don't be trying to figure out what I got going on. Uh, tell him I smell sin on you too. Uh, and tell him what makes Calvary so good uh, is just like jesus paid the price for one he paid the price for us all i need somebody to lift your hands and holler i am redeemed oh come on i've been bought with a price jesus has changed my whole life yes yes look at somebody around you and tell him Tell him, give me the rope. Tell them because Satan wants you to self-destruct. But tell him, the blood of Jesus is so valuable in Christ that it can buy back any sinner it can satisfy uh, the debt of sin I like Hebrews 9 uh, verse 22 uh, it says and almost uh, all things uh, by the law uh, can be purged with blood uh, but without the shedding of blood uh, there is uh, no remission of sin do i have a church in here you ought to look at your name in the face and tell him neighbor i was a wretch undone tell him i was jacked up tell him i was one of those that was in that list tell him i made some mistakes lord i wish i had a church in here can we go on and have testimony service first giving honor to god who's the head of my life bishop members and friends i was one who was a mess and done some things I ain't had no business doing but they told me that his blood reaches to the highest mountain they told me that his blood flows to the lowest valley they said that blood that give me strength from day to day they told me that there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel vain sinners plunged them, huh, beneath that flood huh, and lose them, huh, all their guilt and shame huh, look at your name huh, look at your name huh, look at your name name huh, and sin huh, if you get his blood on you huh, tell him it will erase your guilt huh, if you get his blood on you huh, it will erase your shame Uh, y'all ain't talking to your neighbor Uh, but tell him neighbor Uh, neighbor. Uh, if you get his blood on you uh, it will erase your guilt Uh, if you get his blood on you uh, it will erase your shame Uh, i don't know Uh, how jesus does it Uh, take his red blood and mix it with this, with with my messed up black soul. And I come out white as snow. I don't know how Gina did it. When well, he cleansed me from the mess I had going on. But I stopped by to tell you. If you would hold on to God. And if you would let him change you, You'll be able to testify. Can't no. Jesus uh, can't nobody do uh, me like the Lord, uh, but he's a bridge uh, over troubled water. He's a shelter uh, in the time of storm. Uh, and wind. Uh, when I call Jesus, uh, he always uh, come and see about me. Uh, and I stopped by to tell you uh, that the reason you can praise God. Uh, it's cause if jesus uh, could redeem peter uh, then jesus uh, could redeem you Uh, if jesus uh, could redeem the woman uh, who broke the alabaster box uh, then jesus uh, could redeem you Uh, if jesus Jesus could redeem uh, that old Paul, uh, then Jesus uh, could redeem you. If uh, Jesus uh, could redeem Brenda, uh, then Jesus uh, could redeem you. Uh, if you don't mind the night, uh, I need you to look at your neighbor. Tell the name if you get a yes, Lord, down in your heart, God, He's getting ready
2: to redeem your life. How
1: How will Jesus do it? He'll do it if you will keep your eyes on Calvary's cross at the cross the cross uh, where I first uh, saw the light uh, and the burdens of uh, my heart uh, rolled away. Uh, it was there, there my faith, uh, I received my sight, uh, and I, uh, I'm happy all the day, uh, look at your name. Uh, Joy back if you tell God yes, tell him 9 you're gonna get your peace back if you tell God yes, if you don't mind the night, if you don't mind the day, give me your favor and lift your hands and tell him yes. want to live for you Jesus tell him yes I want to walk for you Jesus I was doing things I had no business doing but here I am today saying Lord I want to do the things that you want me to do and I stopped by to tell you if you would tell God I want to be free tell him Nay. change you you ought to lift your hands you ought to open your mouth you ought to praise him because you know I'm not what I want to be but I thank God that I'm not what I used to be oh where's my church at look at your neighbor tell him neighbor you should have seen ago, uh, you should have seen me uh, five years ago, uh, you should have seen me uh, one year ago, uh, forget that, uh, you should have seen me uh, in
2: December, uh, y'all ain't talking to me, uh, I was still tore up, uh,
1: I was still going through, uh, I was still doing wrong, uh, but tell them, guess what name, uh, the Lord. Uh, And when he put his hand... You do know.
2: Yank him. tell him come on neighbor your glory is here your anointing is here
1: your power is here your strength is here your peace is here your love is here your joy is here your increase is here my time is up but I Oh, <laughs> God. Hear me well. Every time you say yes, you should have said no. You function and the authority of a betray. And some of us have betrayed in that spot for so long that we're no longer convicted. You're in a dangerous place. I keep telling y'all all the time, and you better hear me well. Your Bible doesn't say that God says in that day, I'm going to say, turn away from me, you worker of sin. Your Bible says, turn away from me, you worker of iniquity. Because if you sin, you got enough conviction to get it right. But when it's iniquity, it has become a lifestyle. And it has your heart sin may not send a believer to hell but it will sin, but iniquity will let me say that again sin may not send a believer to hell but iniquity will look at your neighbor and say neighbor come on find you one come on look at him good I want you to get you one name because I want, I want you to be, have the authority to look at that one person and ask them the question, have you, come on, look at them. Have you been in it so long that you become comfortable being there? Because if you become comfortable being there, please don't talk about Judas. You got some juju in you. Church, we're standing. I could preach it to your shout. I know how to do that. I could preach it to your dance. I could preach it to your roll in the floor. My goal is to come after the Judas in you. Can I tell you, the world is getting ready to open back up. It looks like no matter what this virus do, the governor's already stated that he's getting ready to remove this mask mandate. I'm saying that to show you that the world's getting ready to go back to normal. Folks so getting ready to go back to church. But are we going to come back the same? Don't be, don't be like my cousin. You go to the water park. And hey, you never get in the water. Don't come to church and the church never get in you. We've turned church into a sport. We've turned it to a social club. Turned it to a gathering with all of our friends telling Christian and them the other day in the car that I watched something in terms of church and I won't go into detail because you'll know and my heart was hurt to see the foolishness that we have applauded as godly in his house and because we love gifted people You won't tell them that their ways are wrong. And church, don't be a kingdom sellout. And if you're a kingdom sellout, it's only because you have not given God your all. Can you imagine? And I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I know, Haley, I got a tight schedule. But can you imagine being Abram? And the Lord says, give me the son you begged me for. And you love God so much that you take that son to the hill and you get ready to take a sword and cut him in half because you love God. Abram is an example that if you love me, you'll give me what you love. Is that easy? No, that ain't easy. That is not easy. And so what the church has done, because it's so hard to give up what we love, we just tell you it's okay. God love you. And he does. But just because he loves you don't mean he love your sin. My sin, your sin, nobody's sin. This from the pulpit to the door. It cuts me before it cuts you. That's a whole lot of stuff I wish the Bible said I could do. I mean that now. I'm talking about right now. Huh? See, because I don't want you to think that the pulpit don't have no desires. No, 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 no. I got them too. And just like I got to kill my flesh and try to beat my flesh daily, that's what Paul said. I beat it. I beat it under subjection daily saying ain't a fight for the pew. It's a fight for the body. God is saying, if you love me, every hand is lifted. I love you, Lord. I will always love you. I love you. I will always love you. Come on, lift those hands. I love you. I love you, Lord. I will always love Come on, pick it up. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I will always love you. Come on, look to him and tell him, come on. church lift those hands forget about anybody else in the room please if you're watching online forget about anybody else in your house come on come on tell them how much you love it come on. I will love you to take the 30 seconds and I want you to begin to tell God what you're going to give him. Come on. Come on, tell him what you're giving up. Come on, Lord. I'm giving this back to you. I'm not taking this with me no more. It is a struggle. Yes, I love it. I love this sin. But Father, I love you enough to give it back to you. I don't want to be a kingdom setup. I want to be sold out. Come on, if you want to be sold out, lift them hands a little higher. Let him say, yeah. Come on, lift him, lift him. Yeah. Come on, lift them, lift them, lift him. Come on, talk to him. Come on, church. Come on, talk to him. Come on. Somebody needs to repent. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. But I need you to repent. Come on, repent. Come on. Lord, I'm turning away today. Come on. Hallelujah! Lord, I want to go to heaven. Lord, I want to please you. Lord, I want to live right. If you're watching online and you're not saved, I want you to give your life to Christ right now. He wants to save you. He wants to live with you. He wants to do a work in you. Can I help you? Please hear me. Come down, but stay there. If we could save ourselves, if we could fix ourselves, we wouldn't need Christ. So I don't want you to get off this live. I don't want you to leave this building. And I, want you, I don't want you saying, how am I going to change? You cannot change yourself. It won't work. Every time you try, it ain't going to work. And I tell you what you do. You submit yourself to Christ. You give your way to him. And you fight the fight of faith. You keep believing. If you stood on Monday, you praise him, and then you wake up to fight Tuesday. If you stood on Tuesday, you praise him Tuesday night, and you wake up to fight Wednesday. Wednesday. Then you wake up to fight Thursday. But let's say you fall Friday. You dust yourself off, you lay on your face and you repent and you say, Lord, I'm sorry. And you get yourself together and you wake up and you fight Saturday. Let's say you make it seven days, make it another seven. Turn seven days into a month. Turn a month into seven months. Turn seven months into a year. Turn a year into a decade and a decade into a lifestyle. And you will see God give you the victory. You'll be able to testify, Jesus did it. I will always love you. I will always
2: love
1: you. I will always love you. I will always love you. I will always love you. you. Listen, I want you to get your tithe, get your offering. I want you to sow that today.
0: All right, we have made it to the end of another podcast, and I am uh, definitely believing that you guys have enjoyed the service on today. Um, we definitely uh, thank you guys, as always, for coming through, for showing your face uh, in our uh, virtual church service. We um, thank you guys for taking time out of your schedules and uh, from uh, away from whatever it is that you've been doing to. Uh, Listen to the podcast on today Uh, We know that some listen to it while they cook Some listen to it while they drive Some listen to it while they are uh, at work Uh, Doesn't matter where you listen to the podcast at We just want to make sure that you guys have something uh, Definitely to keep you um, Uplifted During uh, the season that we are currently in Um, We are uh, Looking forward to coming together once again on the fourth Sunday of this month. And as always, we invite you all to come out and fellowship with us. Uh, we also have a service on the fifth Sunday of May where I will be going to, uh, preach, um, at one of my, uh, my good friends church, um, uh, Lidl Revival, uh, church, here, uh, no, it's not in Goldsboro, it's in Pikeville, Um, but we will be preparing ourselves for the fifth Sunday to go and fellowship uh, with that church family um, who we have been to on a a few occasions already. Um, They are expecting a high time in the Lord, and we are also expecting for God to come through and to minister to his people. So if you're free on the fifth Sunday, you're more than welcome to come with us. As we go to fellowship um, on the fifth Sunday, uh, the service there begins at 11 a.m. And uh, I will have the address for you guys uh, whenever we have the next podcast. I'll definitely give you guys the address just in case you are free and would like to come and fellowship with us as we go out to minister to God's people. we are definitely thankful and grateful for all that God has done. Uh, he continues to do great things. He continues to uh, show out and to show off and to uh, come through and to just give us exactly what we need when we need it. Um, he's definitely showing himself faithful. Um, I can definitely say that we have seen uh, COVID come through and it has ravaged uh, this United States, um, it's definitely taken a lot of lives. We have seen a lot of loved ones and a lot of friends, um, that we have grown up with and, and come up through, uh, through through time with and ministered with, uh, through many years who have lost their lives to COVID-19. Um, but we are definitely thankful that God has covered and kept and protected, So many of us, even those who have contracted it, but have not uh, succumbed to uh, the virus. We are definitely thankful that God has covered us. He's protected us. Um, He's allowed us to go and to uh, vacation and to uh, be able to get away from Goldsboro for for a time here and there. But he's continued to protect us even as we have been outside of the state. So uh, we definitely thank God for all that he is doing for us, Father all that he has done for us. And we are looking forward to him doing more great things. Uh, this definitely isn't the end. He definitely has more to do. He, had, he definitely has more to do through us and to do for us. So uh, we're just encouraged that uh, God is going to do some mighty things in all of our lives. Uh, he's already done so much, but we are definitely expecting him to do so much more. So with all of that being said, we thank you guys once again for coming through and for having a little church with us on this Sunday. Uh, we look forward to coming back on next Sunday with another podcast. And we're expecting you guys to come back through once again and to continue to uh, let these numbers look just as great as they do. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we're continuing to pray for you. We hope that you are praying for us. And as always, we will see you on the other side.
1: was there What is going on here? Just tell somebody My entire family is about to have a testimony Alright, the whole thing
2: Ha! The testimony Start dancing now And within the next three months There's a biblical coming to your hands You jumped in. It's going to happen in this year. Because so it's the year of lunch. All right. The year of lunch. Hey. Oh. I'm going to your That's are going to be
1: Glenn AJ, can you get Glenn off the keyboard please I need y'all to work with me, we gotta go We've been here for too long I'm sorry, they don't believe I'm not gonna force anybody to praise I just know what I see coming And I suffered enough of what's coming I deserve this hey! I cried for this Sorry. Bless y'all. Happy New Year. Thank you so much. Glenn took the keyboard off. We gotta leave the building.